You're listening to the Volleyball by Design podcast. Today, we're going to talk about an important presentation that every coach should give their athletes prior to the season starting. And even if the season started, this is still a presentation you should absolutely consider doing with your athletes. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Coach Brian Singh, and after a number of years coaching competitive volleyball and as the head coach of the biggest college in Canada, I've become obsessed with helping coaches improve their knowledge and skills of the game by teaching them how to coach efficiently and effectively to ultimately reach their volleyball goals. I created the Volleyball by Design podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies so you can get clarity and apply what you learn right away. This is the Volleyball by Design podcast. Hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 120 of the Volleyball by Design podcast. How is everyone doing out there today? Another week of volleyball in the books, and I hope everyone's doing well. For my new listeners, my name is Coach Brian Singh, and I'm the host of the podcast. And for my regular listeners, as always, you know how much I appreciate you tuning in to another episode of the Volleyball by Design podcast where the plan, as it is every week, is to deliver value, tangible things you can take back to your team and apply right away, and I got one for you today. So I just, uh, actually, a couple of announcements first. Uh, the AVCA uh, Coaches Conference is coming up in December. Um and I don't know if I've mentioned on the pod, but uh, I actually, um, I'm going to be presenting at that conference. I'm going to be presenting my 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 popular efficiency uh, training that I do a couple a couple times a year for free. Well, I'm going to be presenting on how to become a more efficient coach. So if you are attending the AVCA Coaches Conference in Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska, that's where the national championships games are going to be held uh, for the women's NCAA. Uh, yeah, let me know. Reach out, and I'm going to be presenting Saturday. Okay, Saturday, uh, what day is that? December, I can't remember, 20th, I think, or 19th. Uh, I'll be presenting uh, on that day. So yeah, so if you're interested in coming to the presentation, definitely come by. It's going to be a classroom session. It'll be a lot of fun, and I'll get to meet you. So if any of my podcast listeners are going to be at that event, definitely, definitely come by and say hi, and uh, you know, let me know that, hey, I listened to your pod. I, you know, I'd love to talk and let, love a chance to connect with you guys because it's kind of cool. I'm hoping that to meet a lot of coaches there. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So yeah, so I'll be there uh, that weekend. Uh, second thing is if you are a DVA member, um, I, I sent an email out, but my DVA members know this. Unfortunately, I had to cancel our coaching call, which I don't, very, I don't do very often. I think I've done it twice in the entire two and a half years I've had DVA so far. Uh, we had a lot of, I had a ton of unforeseen circumstances come up. Uh, for my listeners, this weekend was our training camp. And it was my team's training camp where uh, we basically learned the game of volleyball. We dialed in and we learned the game of volleyball. And it was, uh, you know, it was a pretty incredible training camp experience. I'll tell you that. And normally for my DVA members, I, I record everything. And I, I want you to see everything. And unfortunately, uh, my phone broke, <laughs> and uh, the my backup broke as well. Like the backup camera that I had to to record it broke. So, fortunately for us, is I already have training camp the entire thing recorded from last year, and many of it was the, much of it was the exact same thing. Um, our training camp last year was a bit modified because of COVID, but it was a lot of the same stuff we did this year. Maybe some minor tweaks. So. 
That's the good news. The bad news is um, I have to do a better job of preparing for next year's training camp so that this doesn't happen. Uh, so the the ideal of training camp, for those of you that don't know what training camp is, training camp is an opportunity where you go away with your team or if you can't go away, you stay at home, that's fine. But it's a structured one, two, three days of teaching your entire volleyball program to your athletes, laying out the foundation, teaching them the fundamentals from the ground up, the terminology, your expectations, your systems, what the plan is going to be for this season, coming up with development plans for each of your athletes, seeing where their weaknesses and strengths are. In addition to classroom sessions, team bonding and excursions, and all of it, it's an amazing experience that is pretty intense it lasts you know ours last three days and it's an opportunity where you get to really dive in and find out who your players are build that team chemistry and that trust and instill your program and your culture in a short amount of time before you go into preseason it's very important Um, i can tell you that without a doubt if you don't have one you're leaving a lot on the table because your team will grow significantly together from the beginning of training camp to the end of training camp. And it's something that every team, in my opinion, should have. Uh, So I talk a lot about training camp. Uh, Inside Digital Volleyball Academy, I go into complete depth, and our members get a chance to see what training camp really looks like. But if if you're not a DVA member, it's basically what I just described. Um, But if you you want to be a DVA member, by the way, um, go to digitalvolleyballacademy.com. You can reach out to me there. Um, Digital Volleyball Academy is, as many of you know, it's my signature membership where I get a chance to work with coaches from all around the world and bring them into my world. We engage in live training. They get access to all my courses. They get my mentorship, one-on-one support, in addition to a ton of bonuses that I've crafted for our members. It's an amazing experience, and you get access to an amazing community of coaches who are going along the same journey as you are. So it's an amazing experience that I'm super proud of that I created two and a half years ago where it uh, it was needed. It was needed for me when I was a young coach, so I was happy to create it for coaches now. And with this training camp, an important, you know, I was in, in training camp, I was as we were going along, you know, I deliver a bunch of presentations. And there was one in particular that I don't think I've talked about on the podcast that is absolutely crucial. And impor- it's probably the most important presentation that I make because I do presentations on our offensive systems, defensive systems. I do presentations on, you know, basically all the, all the skills of our games. And I teach our athletes how to play volleyball. But there's an, there's also a presentation that I do with my athletes that is an introduction presentation, a motivational presentation, but basically outlines what this program is all about. So a presentation that I think every coach should give to their athletes is a presentation that in it, you are going to talk about who you are as a person. You're going to get a chance to connect with your athletes. So I want you coaches to when you, if, if you go ahead and actually think about doing this presentation, start the presentation by off by saying, this is an intro presentation to the team. Basically, it's allowing you to talk a little bit about who you are. So your team, because it's really not very often that you can, you know, you, the, coach, the, the players know a little bit about you, but really talk about your life. Talk about who you are, where you came from, why you do what you do. You know, it's something simple like that, but your players will appreciate you know, them getting a chance to know who their coach really is. 
So in in the beginning of my presentation, I tell them exactly, you know, who I am. You know, I have, you know, I, I, I do a lot of vertical jump training prior to my head coaching at, at the college. I was a I was big into vertical jump training and I trained thousands of athletes and I, I walked through a little bit of that with them. Um, I talk about the fact that I am a I am a business owner. I, I run Digital Volleyball Academy, um, and I talk about the fact that I'm also a teacher and what that looks like. Um, I talk about I, I talk about my family. I, I throw up some pictures on this on the slides of my wife Michelle and my daughter Vanessa and son Tristan, and you know they get a chance to get a little, get to, get to know a little bit of my family, and I, I just I give them a little bit of a background about who I am as a coach and why I coach volleyball and what made me get into this and it, it really like you'll be surprised they'll be interested they'll want to listen and hear what you have to say about yourself so really open yourself up to letting your in letting your athletes in a little bit to your personal life I mean yeah it, it's I think it's important all right and then I transition to talking a little bit about a couple you know I'll mention some significant figures in the world you know, I, I talk about people who have, you know, I, I find stories or I, I find interesting things about people that I think would be beneficial to our players, you know, people that were, you know, were, were written off and unfortunately did great things, you know, like Oprah Winfrey, for example, um, Walt Disney, you know, Walt Disney, it was told that he lacked imagination and had no good ideas. You know, Thomas Edison was told that he was unworthy of the attention Alexander Graham Bell was told that his phone idea was was idiotic, and why would any person want to use this ungainly and impractical device? You know, all of these interesting stories about, you know, well, like no, I wouldn't say, yeah, I guess I'd say they're famous people, but people who were passed over and they went on to do great things. So, I I like to start off by by that telling them stories about these people, and really quickly, I throw up an image of them on the screen. I talk a little bit about them and I move on to the next one. And what this allows me to do is it allows me to set the foundation of people that have done great things in this world were not only doubted, but they were nobodies. Like no one thought they could, they weren't the most like highly recruited people. You know, they didn't come from extremely wealthy families in some cases. They weren't hand given them their dreams. It was like they put in work I mean, I, what was the quote from Thomas Edison? He found out like 180 ways not to create a light bulb, but you only have to figure out one way that works or something like that. And, you know, I uh, I share these stories and it, it is it is motivating and the players love it and they get a chance to really put themselves and say, wow, anything is possible. And that that's the goal of those stories is to realize that no matter who you are, anything is possible. Okay, so I start off with, with that. After I talk about my family, I start off with that. And then I start going into some some values. So the next slide that I talk about is team. And I'm like, what does that mean to you? And I ask my, my, my team the question, what does that mean to you? And I, I wait and I listen to see, you know, what they're going to say. Some of them say team means, you know, commitment. Uh, team means a lot, a lot of different answers. And then the answer that comes up is the one I'm looking for. Um, and by the way, there's no wrong answer to be quite honest because team could mean a lot to different people. And my definition, my definition of team is family. So that's what I tell my guys. We are a family. I don't play for myself. I play for my family because essentially you're going to be together quite a bit of time and with like for a good amount of time together. And this is going to be like your second family. So it's true. It, it is a it is a family. 
And, you know, I play for my family so we can achieve greatness together. And whether that's on the court or on the bench, you do it for each other. And I make it clear that everybody is part of this family, whether they're on the court or on the bench, they all have a vital role to play in the success of our team. And then I I throw in a quote saying, I don't get enough playtime. And I say the key word there is I. And the minute you say that, it becomes about you and not the team. And that's an interesting pill to swallow because for a lot of players, they they want they they are inherently selfish because they want to get playtime. I want to play. I want and that that's and you know, you can argue that yes, it's selfish, but yes, they're thinking about the team because they know that they can benefit the team by playing, sure. But the key word is we don't want I to be, and we don't want it to become about them. And, it, and we discuss what that means as a team. Um, I also talk about, uh, I also have an next slide saying excuses. Excuses, and I say they don't exist on this team. And then I show a clip of a Michael Jordan uh, commercial where he, you know, he basically says at the end of it, uh, you'll be just making excuses. It was actually kind of cool how, how, they, how it came to about, but I give my team examples of excuses, you know, oh, I had a, I had a test or I had an exam. That's an excuse because we, we, we as players need to be able to time manage, you know, oh, I, st- I slept in or I did this. Like there's no excuses. I missed the bus. No excuses. There was traffic, no excuses, plan ahead and act accordingly. So we talk about excuses and then, um, and then I talk about this word called fallacy. So my next slide is about fallacy. And if you don't know what a fallacy is, um, the best way that I can describe a fallacy is by giving you an example. So, And it's really funny because the players uh, really understand it with this example. So a very common phrase out there is, you know, if you work hard, you will succeed. Right? That's a very common phrase. And that isn't entirely true. So here's the thing. If I had one spot on my team, if I only had one spot left on my team and I had 10 players trying out for that one spot and all 10 players worked extremely hard, they all worked to the hardest they possibly could, does that mean all of them would be successful? And the answer is no, it's impossible because I can only take one person. So working hard, it does not guarantee success but rather working hard is a staple in your program. So we did, we talk about the fact that working hard isn't something that we're going to applaud over. It's an expectation. It is something that you are going to be doing no matter what. So then the question becomes is how do you succeed? And that is an interesting question. So a fallacy is a phrase or or uh, you know, it's something that's very commonly utilized or commonly known as but not necessarily true. You know, something that everyone just throws out there as a verbatim, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's true. So the, th- the question is, is how would you succeed? So I go through this with my players. I'm like, if working hard is a staple, then how do you become the best player you can be, you know, a top player in the league, etc.? Well, then we talk about the, the other part of working hard, and that's working efficient. And I'm all about efficient. Working efficient, working intelligent. So... What can we do besides working hard? Well, we can look at nutrition. We can make sure we're getting enough sleep. We can look at our strength training. We can look at getting extra touches outside of regular practice time. 
We can look at analyzing film, watching a ton of film, asking questions, going to the coach and asking, can I get more help? Can I get more time? Is there anything I can do to become better? What can I work on outside the court? Getting your mindset in the right space, making sure that you're organized, okay? Going and watching high-level volleyball to better your knowledge and IQ of the game. You know, all of these things, by the way, have nothing to do with really on the court except for getting more court time. These are things you can do off the court. And that, these are the keys. You know, showing up early, leaving late. You know, the intangibles. You know, And I always say, it's easy. It's easy to do something when someone's watching but it's the hardest to do it when no one's watching and that's that's the thing that they have to understand all right so my next slide is just called practice and then i say why is missing practice detrimental and i put that question out there and i gotta tell you the best response i've ever heard of came for a player on my team this year and when i asked the question, why is missing practice so detrimental? Now, this, this, this player's name, Mikey. Mikey said, I don't know, coach. I've never missed practice. And I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't stop smiling. I was like, what an answer. Why, why is missing practice detrimental? I wouldn't know, coach. I never missed practice. That was, it was such a great answer. And it, it came off his tongue. And I was like, wow, that was, I, I was kind of caught off guard there. And, and then after we talk about obviously why, Missing practice is detrimental. You know, you're missing skills development. We might learn new things. You're missing the, 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 the practice with your players and, and a bunch of other things. But it was, a, it was the greatest answer I've ever heard. I love it. I tell that story all the time. Now, um, so then I transitioned to, you know, what are you going to do? And there's three big, you know, pillars here about what are you going to do? There is sacrifice. Are you willing to sacrifice, you know, what you are now for what you will become or who you are now for who you will become? Okay? That's a huge sacrifice. We talk about pain. You know, what is worse? Pain or losing? Cuz you know, pain is temporary, losing lasts forever. I'm heard you I'm sure you've heard this before, you know. Pain is temporary, losing lasts forever. Yeah, really really important. And then we talk about time. And then we say Time slows down for nobody. You know how are you not going to waste time? Because when you're wasting time, someone else is not. Someone else is training. Someone else is getting better. Someone else is putting in the work, right? And all the extra things that you may not be doing, they're doing that. So we talk about sacrifice, pain, and time, and then we discuss that, right? Really, really quickly, not too long. Um, the second last thing we talk about is time management. You know, I understand that we coach athletes who were in school. They have families and, you know, things like that. So we talk about the, there's a, there's a, a pyramid. I have a volleyball pyramid and you may want to write this down in, in case you want to use it. So the volleyball pyramid I have for my athletes is the top of that pyramid is, is of most importance. And then the bottom of the pyramid is of least importance. And on that pyramid, most important thing on the pyramid is family. The second most important thing is education. The third most important thing is religion or whatever spiritual beliefs or uh, you know feelings that you have. And then the fourth thing is volleyball. So notice, 
you know, friends wasn't on there, okay? You know, going out, you know, all that stuff wasn't on there. But volleyball is the fourth thing. So if volleyball isn't the fourth thing on your pyramid, then we have a problem. Then you're not as dedicated as you need to be. And that's that's important for players to understand that's the volleyball. So that's our that's our volleyball pyramid that our all our athletes kind of live by. And then after we talk about the pyramid, you know, I, I I leave it with, you know, we have an opportunity here to do something special. Now what are you gonna do with it? And I end off my little mini presentation there with that. And it's an important point, you know. You have everyone that we have an opportunity to do something special. What are we going to do with it? And after talking about sacrifice, pain, time, you know, after talking about all these things about practice and fallacies, it's very, it's, it, it, you kind of pull it full circle and they understand the opportunity they have there. Okay. Now, after this presentation, which I'm not going to get into on this episode, we do dive in to the volleyball manual. And uh, I've talked about the volleyball manual on other episodes before, and I think I have an entire episode on the volleyball manual. Uh, I don't remember what episode it is, but um, you can scroll through uh, the, the list of episodes, and it was probably, uh, I would say, I would say probably last year. But I don't have, I mean, I have 120 episodes, so it's not, it won't be too long to scroll through it. Um, and it will be called, you know, creating your volleyball manual, or, or I think it was called like an ingredient one ingredient that's missing um, in your programming, something like that. So take a, take, take a listen to that one. Um, I'm actually scrolling through here as we speak to see if I can find it. Uh, but it doesn't look like, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty far down there now that I'm, now that I'm looking for it myself. Uh, yeah, it, it's definitely, I probably talked about it early 2021 now that I'm speaking out loud about it. But anyways, regardless, go, um, uh, here we go. I think this is right here. For episode 43. Episode 43 is... Oh, what did I just do? Sorry. Hold on. Episode 43. So write that down. Episode 43. I'm finding it back just to confirm. Uh, episode 43 is called... Or 42. Actually, 42 and 43. I think it's 42. Let's check out 42. So 42 says... Uh, one ingredient to build championship culture. Ah, yeah, that's what it is. 42. Sorry, it's called One Ingredient to Build Championship Culture. And I talk about the manual and things like that on it. Anyways, so what I do after this is I go over our men's volleyball manual. I talk about our six pillars in our program, you know, respect, integrity, responsibility, uh, you know, things that we value in our program and what the, what the expectation of the athletes are. Then I go over our, our, our policies or, you know, everything within our procedures and policies so they understand, you know, what they're getting themselves into. And then that's the end of the presentation. So this is a super, super important presentation that I believe every coach should do with their athletes because it does a, it does a couple things. One, it lets your athletes know who you are. It tells your athletes a little bit about who you are. That's important. Two, it sets a really good foundation of what your expectations are. You're you're walking them through, you know, what what family means to you or what team means to you about there's no excuses, what the expectation of practice is. You're enabling them to feel your culture and you're explaining what your culture is so they can start embodying that. So it's really important. You're describing it in a nice way. It's a presentation. They're sitting down. It's not in the gym where they can get distracted. They're focused on you. 
And then you finish it off by talking about your volleyball manual that you'll be creating. And that outlines the policies and procedures. You're also motivating them at the same time by sharing stories of people who've overcome amazing things, who've done great things in this world. So it's a presentation that motivates, establishes your culture, establishes who your identity as a team and your values, you know, what your mission statement is and your values as a team and what that's going to, what that's going to mean for your players to embody. And it lets them know who you are a little bit. And there's nothing more important than that. So you combine all this, you put this presentation in together, your players will be able to understand who you are, what your team's identity really is and move on from that and be able to grow with that. Okay. So that's really what I wanted you to understand here. Um, this is what this is my first presentation in, that I do in training camp. If you're a DVA member, you have access to this presentation. Just go to digital or uh, go inside um, the the portal or inside DVA, and you'll get access to that. And if you're not a DVA member and you'd like to be, digitalvolleyballacademy.com. Head on over, and you can definitely see what we're talking about here. All right, that's it. So just to recap, um, we talked about uh, a lot of things here, but basically, we talked about the presentation that's really important. I do it during training camp, all right? And in that presentation, you're going to talk about who you are as a person, talk about your family, talk about your likes, dislikes. What, 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 you, what, what made you get into this in the first place? You know, what do you do? And then, we, and, you know, talk about your family a little bit. Then you talk, then I talked about what team meant to me and, and you try to get their answers too. What does team mean to them? We talked about excuses. We talked about fallacies, practice, um, you know, sacrifice, pain, time. Okay? These are things that you're going to have to understand about time management, and then we talked about the volleyball manual, okay? So that's it. I hope I was able to bring some value. I hope you could take some ideas here and now create your own presentation. And again, DVA members, this presentation is in there for you, so take what you would like. But hopefully you can create your own presentation and deliver it to your team and see and watch your team embody that culture and start building off that, all right? That's it for me. I will see you guys next week on another episode of the Volleyball by Design Podcast. Take care. All right, cue the music. Look, are you at the stage you want to be in your volleyball journey? How would it feel to get clarity on your training? And instead of taking months to get better, you could improve in weeks, if not days. When I was a young coach and player, I felt this way all the time. The truth is, after I got some great advice on how to be efficient, my learning curve grew exponentially. Let me show you how to be more efficient and effective in this game. I invite you to check out CoachBTraining.com for more resources that you can use to take your game to the next level. I look forward to helping you reach your volleyball goals.